Project Random is an artific initiative and is supported by the Law Union and Rock Insurance PLC. Music was created by Christopher Bui and is recorded at Artrubic Studio, Lagos, Nigeria. Hi, this is Mina and you're on Project Random. Today I have Atilola Morofolu. Hi, say hi, say something. <laughs> Hello everyone. And today we have um, we have a very interesting topic as usual because I'm awesome like that. I find the most bizarre, interesting topics and bring it to you via my awesome voice. And um, I apologize in advance if it's me. I make it seem like I'm making light of this um, issue, but I'm not. It's just well pay off when he parts this story. The reason family exists is to protect children. I don't care why you think families are created, but I think it's to protect children. In 2014, a woman caught her husband molesting her seven-year-old daughter and planned her revenge. Later that night when he was sleeping, she doused him with gasoline and set him on fire. Shooting him was too nice she said stories like these give me hope for humanity but then there are other stories much darker stories stories that leave an imprint on anyone who hears them family it seems is not the safest place for a child sometimes Aswad Ainde married his childhood sweetheart Beverly the couple spent the early years of their marriage living in a third floor apartment above Beverly's parents in Eastside Port area Patterson. They had eight children. His first daughter, Kibibi, was homeschooled but still allowed to play with other neighborhood children. Kibibi started to mature and her father started giving her unwanted attention. He told her she was special and that he wanted to teach her how to be a woman. When he started having sex with her, he also started getting rather violent and when she fought him, he hit her. This was a pivotal point in the family and it became more controlling over the family and no one was safe. He moved them away from Beverly's parents' building to another house in Patterson. All eight children were only allowed to watch very little TV and nothing that depicted traditional family life. Modern medicine was also outlawed in the house. He told his wife, Beverly, that Kibibi's rape was actually to treat her eczema. I don't think she believed that though. Ayinde still went ahead to have a mistress with whom he had another two children with. He was also abusing one of Kibibi's sisters. He claimed to be a polygamist, a prophet. His family were only allowed to pray to God through him. He said the world was going to end and it was going to be him and his offspring left. He was chosen, hence he was trying to create a pure bloodline by procreating with his daughters. Kibibi became obsessed with running away from him and the family. She said... And I quote, I dream about getting all my brothers and sisters. One of them was still a baby and I was taking care of her. And I'll dream about growing breasts, getting milk and running away with them somewhere. In 2002, one of Kibibi's sons 
got sick and she finally got the courage to take him to the hospital because Ainde was out of town on a business trip. But she didn't know how to socialize or how to interact with the doctors. So a social worker stepped in and child services were called and alerted. Ainde returned and was enraged. He threatened to remove his son from the hospital. But before he could do that, children's services placed them in separate homes. After that incident, the family moved far away to as far as Florida to throw off the child services. His wife was too afraid to confront him. Some of the rape even happened in an abandoned funeral home. Ainde renovated a room in the abandoned funeral home but forced the rest of the family to live in the dilapidated portion of the building. Finally, Kibibi and her mother were able to separate from Ainde and moved away from him in an attempt to get her children back. The separation allowed Kibibi to empower herself financially, mentally and educationally. Having passed all her state mandated courses, she impressed the government and her children will return to her. Kibibi reported him on porn fear or suspicion that he was about to do it to his other daughters from another woman. Ainde was tried 2011 for sexually assaulting his separate daughter and sentenced to 40 years in prison. And in 2013 was sentenced to another 50 years for the assault and rape of Kibibi, making that 90 years in total. Before this, Ainde was best known for directing the music video of Killing Me Softly by the Fugees. He even won an award for this video. Ainde was formerly known as Charles McGill. So Ainde was not a Nigerian. He was an American who adopted the name to um, feel more African, I guess. This is a very, very, very sad story. According to all the research I've done, according to all the research I've done, um, Ainde's daughters and family are healing and staying away from the press and just generally trying to get their life back together after the whole incident or incidents. The trial, at the trial, she got to confront her father and tell him how hurt she was by his actions and that he lied to her and he was head, he had his head down throughout the whole trial ashamed. At this point it's questionable if he had a mental illness um, it's quite possible he was deluded to some extent. I mean you have to be deluded to be having sex with your daughters you need to even find it remotely find your daughters remotely sexually attractive so that's it. So now, Atila and I are going to talk about this story because it's very sober and not something that um, it's not something that we find that's very common. So, Atila, there you go. The mic is yours. Talk, talk, talk. Well, this is not news, as they say. There's nothing new under the sun. And um, even though it might be sad, it's not new. It's very heartbreaking to hear things like this, stories like this. No matter how not new they are, every time you hear one more, your heart breaks further. What I want to start with is the fact that there are good people and there are bad people in the world. There's nothing we can do about that. It's been from the days of Cain and Abel Mm -hmm. it will be till the world ends. ends. If it ends, you get so it's not new that evil people and they are good people. But what do we do about this situation? What do we do about the fact that they are good people, they are evil people, good things will happen to evil people, evil things will happen to good, good people. people? Then that's where you and I, the seemingly sane ones, come in. So I want to ask, what was the woman doing? She came, Beverly, she came with all the excuses because I see them as excuses. Mm-hmm. You get, why couldn't you protect your daughters? She said that she 
she was afraid of the beatings. I don't understand. You don't understand I don't understand. I don't. Like I don't that. understand that because, as they said, the love a woman has for her children is so Stronger. strong. You get that? You want to protect them. You see, women that have literally died protecting their kids from the husbands, and the, probably the husband hates it, and she died protecting those kids. So I don't understand why you cannot protect your children, taking them away from such situation. You have to understand that there's mind control in this. I will get to that. We'll get there's to that. mind control. We'll get so you know the fear of the beating sometimes is way worse than the then beating. why don't you leave? She did eventually. After the damage has been done, permanent damage. We are not talking of temporary damage. Yes, if you beat me, it's temporary damage. Mm-hmm. But what you have done I'm to not my... to I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to make a case for her. I'm, tr- I'm just trying to be like talk, yeah, like for, talk for her or try to reason why she did, she what, did, she did. She did what she no, did. No, I I understand the fact that there was mind control involved and it was something I was going to talk about but I still think that the woman was supposed to protect her children you know I said about the good people mm-hmm. the bad people so yeah. let's assume that she was the good and he was the bad the good is supposed it's to protect, protect, protect the children because the children there's nothing they could have done they couldn't leave they were, I mean this thing started from when the um, do you, one do, of them was do, eight years old. Do you also believe that religion had a part to play? Yeah, because I, because I think, I think it went off the deep end. You get when you start dabbling into things because we f- these things happen a lot. You find people start going well, growing dreads. No, I'm not a dread because <laughs> I was on dreadlocks, so I'm not saying that are you not, were or you are. Which one? No, I was on dreadlocks, so I'm not saying that once you start wearing dreads, then you are going off the deep end. But those are you see, this, see them start smoking things. What, you know, even the, the you know, they I are think, saying. Do you know what I think? I think that after creating a masterpiece like Killing Me Softly, <laughs> I think that that made him and he winning the awards. This is something that probably it comes from a small town, comes from a small. No, no, I don't no, no, think, no, no, no. I don't think it, trying, it was after he, this guy started no, it before then, way no, before no, then. So see, what, what I'm trying to say is that this fed into his godlike ego. Do you understand? Like this is somebody that. Maybe they have two cents to rub together, and all of a sudden, maybe it was catapulted into success. But if this thing started before, then. I know you don't understand what I'm okay. trying to say. But that fed his godlike ego as okay. well. So if, for example, somebody that does not have money all of a sudden has money, yeah, he's gonna do bullshit. No, no, that's what they do. Not all the time. Not, not all, all the time. time. There are a lot of people that go from rags to riches, and they are in here a, to in inspire split, you in and split, I. In a, split, in a split second. No, but I'm just saying that. Look mm. at him. Is this somebody that you think that would inspire somebody else into, you know? I mean, look at like there's so many there's so many people that look at this case and like it's astounding that he was able to perpetuate this crime glare of the community. Exactly. Like, which, which brought which even was the child, even, child, even the child protection services try to remove the children. Like I don't know understand what they were trying. Not that they removed. You they were trying to remove. You can't remove somebody from the custody of another person if there is nobody to testify against that person. Yeah, Everything they didn't have to have. testify. No. The kids weren't going to school. That alone on its own is a crime. Okay. Yeah. Kids have to go to school. Yeah. So if the kids are not going to school. If these kids are registered and they're, they're not going to school, then obviously something is wrong. Exactly. Do you understand? But th- there must have been isolation involved. Okay, yes. this isolation wasn't really extreme like some other child abuse cases that we I mean that we hear of, like the J.C. Dugard, the Ariel Castro. Those ones, we, the society didn't even know those, those kids existed or there was kidnapping because those were other people's children or the 
kidnapping happened. So that was real extreme isolation. And it was between the wife and the husband, or in the case of Ariel, just the man. But this one, from what I see, it was not, they were, this, um, this, his daughters were not isolated. You see, I have so a people, feeling that, I have a feeling yeah. that he did not, oh, people what? People must have seen these girls get pregnant along the way. No, I don't think. I think they were very isolated. So, because okay. even he even gave that to the kids himself. What I'm saying is that these kids were not locked in the basement like the other stories. True. So people know. They said the family basically splits yeah. after some time. Yes. So they went their ways and kids still didn't come out. So there was no isolation involved because he went his way. Daughters went their way. So there was no isolation involved. They were not locked up in a basement and being fed um, through the whole because what is common among those is that there's serious isolation involved but this one that wasn't the case so they must um the society also was to blame in this scenario unlike those ones where you say there was no societal involvement yeah, it was an abandon see I, I like to i like to i like to imagine how the scenario was it was an abandoned funeral home. They didn't grow. They went there to... Is it most of them? Most of, of the rape occurred then. And yes. let me tell you something. For him to rape them connotes something spiritual. He said he's a prophet. The world was coming to an end and he wants to create a pure bloodline. So there's something very spooky. This it is not the typical incest case. Okay. So the guy was also going off the deep end because this is not true. the, this is not the typical true. pedophilia case. Sure. You get so he had to take them to a funeral. So there, there, that's the old sacrificial thing. The old, I mean, this is, there's nothing new under the sun, as we say. In um, in the days of the Bible, in the days of the Moabites, the Amal, all those those people used to they used to have temple prostitutes. Mm-hmm. You get the, mm-hmm. you you literally go there and you sleep with the prostitutes on the altar. You get where you sleep with them on the altar and you that's out that, that was their form of worship. You get that was their form of worship. So this 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 just a modernized version, or maybe this is a modern day version of all that because it took them to the fun, um to the funeral mm-hmm. home and slept there. So they're probably um corpses around and you get when and he's so when he's doing that, so that's to tell you that there was a clear motive for this. So this guy went off the deep end in another way. So he wasn't mentally unstable because I had to think that okay, was this guy mentally unstable? But I think it, he it, was. there was there was a he was mentally <laughs> unstable was. in that. <laughs> I think. I mean, yeah. if, you, yeah. if you're having sex in the no, funeral no. home, you you're say, crazy. No, when you say mentally un- unstable, it was he, he, he knew what he was doing. Mm-hmm. The mentally, un- you can't send um, a mentally unstable person to jail. Mm-hmm. You take them to the mental yeah, institute. But, but, but this guy was to, because to try him as a yeah, person. yeah, because he, he knew what he was doing. I mean, he, he planned. It. I need to. I need to create a pure bloodline. It has to be with my daughters. I need to take them to the funeral to sleep with them. He didn't isolate them. It brings to mind people that have all these brainwashing camps where they marry the the, the overall seer or prophet or whatever or pastor sleeps with all the women there he kills all the male children sleeps with all the daughters again kills all the, the male head. children and i'm like it's quite possible that this guy did the same thing too, you've nailed it to, on the head, to yeah. pro- preserve yeah. his bloodline you've nailed it on the head because what he did was to brainwash his wife even after they went their separate ways she still didn't see anything mm-hmm. he left the daughters the daughters grown still did not say anything yeah there was a do lot you know, of brainwashing involved in this there was a line there was mm. something that she said and I quote you should have told the truth instead of lying what's the truth that, that's also <laughs> like, in the streets what's me. the truth like in this particular point in time does that mean she would have willingly slept with him if the world was not ending or she would have been okay with the fact that he was sleeping with them if the world was not ending or I don't understand what that statement means like 
you could have told the truth well, instead of lying. Like, what what did, what was the lie in this in this situation? I mean, it's quite obvious that there's there's no there, there, there's something very there's something very underhand about. Like, even that statement says she's still scared of her father. Do you know that? Because she didn't say you should have done what you did to me or my sisters because it was wrong. She said you shouldn't have lied. You should have told the truth. And I'm like. Excuse me, what did you lie about? The world was going to end. Excuse me, don't you have eyes? The world has not ended. One. Two. Did he lie about not being related to you? That could have been the truth. And even if he lied about that, would you still have slept with him if you were related to him? Okay, fine. Let's assume that the lie is, oh, he's a prophet or he's not a prophet. So if he had not been a prophet, you would have slept with him. And you, you, everything still boils down to the fact that that statement just seems very wrong in the face of that crime. Like, how can you say somebody lied? I mean, lying is the least of what he did. He raped, probably murdered your kids. Had you go through childbirth on your own? Your kids have... Um, genetic illnesses and you lying is what you are complaining about well we're not we're not that's the, serious that's so, <laughs> so serious I, I, I will not dwell on that because you know this is journalism we are talking about and you can um, you can always pick out pick words out, out, pick words, out, out, words yeah, out of context exactly and there must have maybe she is um he must have said something during his own testimony and uh, you know we can't there are so many possible as a million yeah, and one possibilities of what that thing could mean so i will not really Once dwell on that um i would just um because we don't know okay. we don't know whether it was a lie in the courtroom or it was a lie during his testimony or it was a lie to get them to sleep with him we don't know so i will not yeah, really but the, the molestation started when they were nine or eight i i I really it's just it's just let's I mean I cannot even I cannot even imagine how horrible Nah it's not new. I'm not even gonna dwell on the <sighs> Yeah just the horridness of this crime the fact because that it's not new doesn't make it any less touching. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna because it's still gonna happen. But what I am going to talk about is the role what, what we do about that what yeah i'm not what we do but what the wife should have done or what the society should have done because this is a clear case of people minding their own business people knew about this even if it's his brother or his sister or his, even if they didn't know for sure probably because the woman didn't talk there were there must have been a lot of suspicion involved you get so a lot of suspicions see, involved see, because child, they, they, they didn't stay in one place because of this thing but it was every single time he was reported a couple of times and every yeah. single time he was reported he would move okay. he would move before the child services come and pick up the, 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 the children yeah so he was reported by his community but what people. after what of after they split? It left them at, at a point, and yeah, probably, they went with their mother. The probably, probably they felt like it okay, has happened. It has, it has happened. Not even just that we finally have peace. Let us just move on with mm-hmm. our lives. You know, some things are just too horrid. The trauma, to drag, the trauma, to drag was, around in the court. There must have been the, a lot of brainwashing. And the brain. only reason why she even spoke out was because she was scared. The daughter was scared that he was going to do the, the exact same thing to her sisters. So that's the only reason why she said something. Otherwise, she, if she felt like they were the last people he was going to try it with, she'd have. 
have kept quiet, kept quiet and about it and so we won't sad. be having this discussion today but um, another thing I wanted to say is that maybe the woman didn't speak out that her mother didn't speak out on time because she wasn't empowered enough because I can imagine the kind of woman that will marry this, yeah. uh, that, those prophets kind of people she doesn't they, work yeah, you know you don't work you are just um, with the man you are dependent on the man there is already brainwashing involved there is violence involved so you are thinking if I go you know the typical Nigerian domestic violence if I go how would I right. eat if I go how, how would, would I kids, survive how would the kids survive I can't take care of six kids over. but at the end of the day she, they left anyway so but you know um, once you are 18 you can, you, you can live anyway so yeah, there's still brainwashing involved there are people that they stay in their house like whether or not you are it's no, I don't think so the ones that stay is because there's isolation involved let's not forget that, that there's no, no isolation there's no here. isolation involved and once there's no isolation there's interaction mm-hmm. and once there's interaction there's influence from yeah. other people yeah. so once there's influence you can live this is not Jesmeya the, the preacher telling evangelist Jesmeya the Jesmeya we own no she was abused from the age Age of eight to eighteen. Wow. You get there was no isolation involved. She was abused by her father. Her mother knew and her mother never did anything. Yeah, this is why didn't her mom do anything? Yeah, same, same. same reason she felt helpless. Where would she go? She told her mother she felt her mother didn't believe her because like uh, I'm been abused by my dad. She felt her mother didn't believe her. But one day her mother walked in and found her um father oh, abusing okay. her on top of her and the mother walked away. Wow. You get so there was so she was just waiting till she clocked eighteen. Immediately she became eighteen, she ran out of the house and never came back again. You get off although now she's um, taking care of her dad and oh you get but now she's taking care of her dad. Yeah, because she's I mean she's a Christian. You know, it wasn't it wasn't an easy process, but I don't want us to talk about that. I'm just it wasn't like, an wow. easy process, but like I can just imagine. So the reason why I raised that was because there was no isolation involved. So there was influence, which is I I am guessing that's why these people were able to go their separate ways when the children became adults. Mm-hmm. That's the worst that could have happened. Isolation. Okay. Um. I also want to tie in something. This story is something that it it, it stands on Nigeria here, and I'm like, ah, all those American people say they have problems. Do you understand? Forgetting that, and let's let's be honest here. Yes, Aide is not a Nigerian. But we don't even... We're not sure if things like this happen in Nigeria. Of course they do. Of course do. they do. But the thing about it is that nobody's saying anything. Of course they do. They, 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 I'm sure it is more rampant here because there's no even criminal system. Yeah. There's no child services. Yeah. There's no... Do you get... There are people that are doing these things day in, day out and getting away with it. How it happens here is that somebody does it and they probably... is not as serial as this. You would sleep with all the daughters to create a pure... It probably would split the family earlier. and so you can uh, one daughter. Uh, and get away with it. But the, the Nigerian economy does not allow you to have, <laughs> does not allow you to have more than one child. <laughs> so if you're going to do something like that, think about the economy. You, like just at Natalie uh, alone, like 200k straight up. This instance where the child gets to have a child happens in the lower class. Mm-hmm. In the lower class. If it's the upper class, if it happens, they probably will uh, abort that child and it won't happen again. But in most cases, 
almost all the cases, the wife is always aware. aware. Mm. The wife is always aware. She either stays or she leaves. Most of the ones that stay are the ones that they don't have anywhere to, to go. go. And goes back to the lower class. Most of the upper class, they, it will split the family. She will take her child. They probably will abort the child. There's a lot of abortion that goes in cases like this in Nigeria. They will abort the child. The child will split. And, I mean, the family will split. And they will never tell you why there was a divorce. They'll just say, you know, the guy is sleeping with other women and that's it. Yeah, but it happens. But do you think that it's crimes like this that feeds the egos of certain people to think that they can do it and get away? Think about it. Aswad could have done this with girls that he kidnapped. He could have done it because he has religious inclination. Yes, it doesn't matter. Just because you're trying to preserve your bloodline doesn't mean you have to sleep with your daughters. No, <laughs> no, no. It doesn't mean you have to sleep with your daughters. It just means that you can still preserve your bloodline through sleeping with other women. Because no. they will have your bloodline. No, it's pure. <laughs> it has to be pure. So it can't mix with outsider's yes, blood. Uh, it has to be my daughter. Hey, what about Beverly? Beverly is not outside. No, but... Beverly is outside now. No, it's but they, they've already become one. It doesn't matter. No, they've already become one in the sight of the funeral God. <laughs> <laughs> you could have had other wives. Which is why he did. He was going to sleep with the daughters that came hey, from the see, other wives. See, you, had plenty you know, there was no infidelity involved. Do you know? There was no infidelity involved. That's to tell you how pure the blood had to be. There was no, he didn't go and date with his girlfriends because the other um, was in remarried, you get. Mm-hmm. He remarried and he was going to do it with the daughters of the other wife. Wow. Anyways, you get so, this, this thing it has to be very it's pure. Just, this thing is just giving me a bad feeling at the pit of my stomach because I cannot imagine somebody perpetuating this kind of thing while creating beautiful music. It's just like, how could you do such a thing? Fuji's even denied him. Like, why am I denied? Well, they denied him when the story came out because they were like... No, no, not that they, denied, they dissociated they themselves, themselves from him. him. Yeah, yeah, it's normal. Do you know how many times they would have been thinking to themselves ah, so probably when he was receiving a call from the wife or was talking do you get or talking to the wife or talking about his wife or talking about his kids he was raping them like we have just blown their minds because I'm sure he interacted with the outside world and I'm sure that there are people that were very close to him and then he would talk about his wife or talk about his kids or talk about his family and they were like oh this man loves his family so much and this guy, this from guy what, I, what I'm seeing, this guy, and... people like this, they grow up in communities of people that believe in what they believe in. So he probably had his church yeah. or his congregation because the reason why this kind of people are very hard to apprehend is because they have a strong systemic support guarding them. The ones that sleep with all the congregation and all the people bear their son name, you can't, it's not easy for you to arrest them. They would fight the government back. Mm-hmm. Like, with, you know, they have firearms, they have everything. Mm-hmm. So there's always a massive invasion to take people like this down. I'm telling you that one of the reasons this guy was probably apprehended was because there was already a split involved. That systemic support wasn't there anymore. If Imagine he had this congregation, a small church of people coming to worship every Sunday. Churches like that are always really small. A congregation of 50. And this is their prophets that is creating a pure bloodline with his wife and his children. Those are the people that know he's sleeping with his his kids. But they cannot report because they believe in the vision of this man. Do you understand? So those are one of the reasons why they probably didn't report because the society directly associated with these children don't believe it's wrong. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. That now totally destroys your... Destroys your argument saying that why society society did do something about it. It's really terrible because this is one of the extreme forms of religion because that's why I wrote something on my blog hatilola.com that's h-a-t-t-y-l-o-l-l-a dot com 
I wrote about the cult seizing part of religion. I can't remember the title. Like, is your church a cult or signs of churches being cults? That's not There's, a cult. There's a difference between cults. But, but you know, it's very easy for religion to turn into a cult. That's so they are very easy. That's why they are signs. Just pick one paragraph and go. That's why they are signs. Number one, they don't allow you to go to other churches. They don't allow churches. They don't allow you to go for special programs. No, you can marry from other churches, but you must bring them to your church. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, that's the part yeah, of it. Most times they ask you to buy property around the same area. You get so they start there's a lot of cluster. They pull um resources together, mm-hmm. they pull things together. So the cluster is always very, very okay. strong. And that's how they start building that thing. Before you know, they've dominated a whole area. They are very territorial, yeah. They are very territorial, so it's always very hard for a stranger to come. For a stranger to come, or it's very hard for the government to overtake them when there's crime going on or things like this going on because they are very territorial. Imagine imagine a country like Nigeria where things are not even there are no proper records for anything. There's no there's nobody watching or observing or supervising anything, and this kind of thing is happening. I mean, person will get away with it. It's very easy, like hundred percent of the time. But one of the reasons why we have even with the split, we have get away with it. One of the reasons why we have been able to reduce you know this religion turning into cults is higher in the western world as the united states than in nigeria and one of the reasons why is because we have very strong family systems mm-hmm. so imagine if your daughter has, is in a church that is cult like so she's acting strange she's always in church she's always um she has bought a land close to church her family has changed they eat together she goes to work our real family be very concerned that's why it has not grown as it has in the Western world, cult-like religion, so to speak. Because we have a very, very strong family support. But there, you know, once you're 18, you leave the house, you go, you do your thing. Isolation is easier over there than in Nigeria. Here, even when you get married, you still go visit your parents. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly, you still take your children home, you take your home. Do you get so? Our own family values are stronger in Africa. That's why cult-like religion is harder to... But I, I I don't believe that. Let me, but let how me did Reverend me, King get let me caught? Te- let me let me tell you. Let me tell you something, right? Let's not start from mm-hmm. Reverend That's a talk. Because <laughs> if we start funny. that, <laughs> this podcast <laughs> going to reach like two hours. Let's not start Reverend King, mm. right? Like the reason why I'm even saying that is because haven't you heard of churches that automatically alienate a person's family? Like for example, Miss A has been looking for a husband for the past. She's having struggles at work. My friend goes, "Oh, join me at my church. My pastor is this amazing pastor who's going to pray for you and blah blah." She joins this church and maybe the friend has hinted to this pastor that we have a new member. Do you get the guy now calls her out, prays for her and is like, you know what, I see a vision, you know, stuff like that. It's your family, it's your mother, your mother has ties and so on and so points out things because this friend has told him just about this person. Instead, your friend has your mom has a friend in Ministry of Works, this person in Ministry of Works is the person that is doing you, it's through this friend, so you have to stop talking to your mother. Your mother is not actually the devil, but your mother is related to the devil, blah 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 blah. Your father is in a cult, your mother is your siblings they don't want well for you. you can you imagine they're all married they're the ones that stole your 
your kiniko kiniko before she knows it he has eliminated he's not see this brainwashing is not just that come and worship in my church give me all your salary it starts by isolating you from your family by telling you your family is the enemy you've already buttressed my points in a case like that there was already a crack in that family if anybody tells me my mom is the one doing me let's i will go back and tell my mom they said you are the one she, <laughs> because we have that relationship mm-hmm. she can't say so it's it's very possible when there's a crack in the family already i've seen this happen no, no i'm telling you there's already a crack in that there's already an issue in that family i've seen this happen so the, time it doesn't happen in it doesn't happen in again. families where they are so close-knit i said i've seen it happen even I'm, with close-knit families i've seen it happen okay imagine a do you watch this series this police series this blue bloods yeah, it's okay. Okay, imagine that those that family that they have dinner all the time. Imagine trying to tell Jamie or somebody that you know at the end of the day, all of them will sit down and they will discuss it and they will analyze it because the kind of relationship they forged over the years does not allow room for such cracks to come easily. It can happen. I'm not saying it can happen, mm-hmm. but it's very, very in fact before the girl goes to the church, she would have told the people in her family, I'm going to this church, so um God come just you about what happened at the end of the day. Okay, okay. It's all, I'm telling you, it's always very hard when the family is quiet. That in cases like in most cases, there's always a crack in that family. Somebody has told me too that it was my mom that was doing me. Okay, they kidnapped me, so to speak. Don't worry, I was released. You get so. And they told me, and I'll you have to tell me that story one day. I will tell you what's one, that. What's that? I mean, you cannot leave me on a cliffhanger like that. What the hell? And they told me it was um, that something that you think your your hair something. And I was just I I. I when I finished looking at it, I said, are you done? Drop me. You, at the end of the day, they released me because they, there was no way they could get to me. Everything you said, okay, can we, are we done? <laughs> can I go Can now? I go now? <laughs> okay, thank you. It's my mom that is doing it. I will see you. Trigger, so, because there's always, there's always a crack somewhere. There's the Yoruba proverb that says, if the wall is not, uh, did not open the mouth, the lizard cannot find a way to enter. Hmm. So, that's a very nice point. So we've come to an end. Because if I say if I say one more word, after that it's going to start and we'll run past one hour and it's very hard for you to download. We have talked about everything. Lessons from this podcast. Don't join bad gang. <laughs> as far as bad guy would say. Watch the religion. Watch the religion. The science. And be observant about your neighbours. Not be invasive, but at least observe your neighbors to be sure that they are not doing something bad or something wrong to their kids. I also think women should empower themselves. And, it's so and strong. should be more observant as well. Because if you empower yourself mm-hmm. and you get, you know, anybody can make a mistake and get with the wrong man. Mm-hmm. If you get with the wrong man, you can always leave if you are empowered. True. Very true. It's never too late to speak out. Never too late to speak out. That's a good point. Send us an email on project random podcast at gmail.com if you have any stories you'd like us to shed light on share or whatever you can always just send a recording um, that also do that is fine just your voice recording that's in fact that makes it easier for me actually you can just send a recording that's awesome you can send us a tweet or follow us at that project random.com that is da project random on twitter look for us on Facebook as well and on Instagram. Thank you for listening and have a lovely lovely week until another two weeks time when you hear this awesome voice again. Bye!